0: Welcome to Around the Board, a show where four board game enthusiasts discuss board game topics and news. In today's show, we're going to talk about the lost runes of Arnak, how much is too much, the ABC game, and we'll bring it all home by talking about new games versus expansions. Here are your hosts, Daniel Connors, John Theismann, Chris Thomason, and Andy Barnett. Now join us Around the Board. How's it going, guys?
1: how's it going? Hey, 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 hey. Hey, uh... I had something come up on my feed here recently that was kind of in conjunction with something uh, Daniel had said recently uh, on his, uh, I think it was on your last, on your rant when you won one time, Daniel. Okay. You had this feel good message about, you know (laughs) what, if you want to join a board game group and you have a friend, that one friend that plays games, get together with that friend and then you can go on with your friend's friends or whatever and build up your group and before you know it, you'll have this great board game group, which sounded great. Great advice. Great advice. Great advice. Sounded awesome.
2: Except someone got
1: murdered. Well, (laughs) not quite. (laughs) But I wanted to shout a little bit of warning out there because this was a real uh, testimonial from somebody that has been doing exactly that. They've been getting together with their friends and then it kind of, you know, they want to expand their groups. They're going with friends of friends and people they maybe just kind of know from work or what have you. And they're saying, you know, hey, would you and your wife like to come over for board game night? And if you're not a gamer, sometimes you might uh, misinterpret what coming over for board games might mean. So, you know, if if you're not a gamer thinking, do they really expect us to come over there and play Scrabble and Monopoly for eight hours or yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is there going to be some swapping going on or something of that nature so they've been rather appalled about uh the expectations some of their guests have had when they arrive so just a little oh. a little word of caution out there yeah. to you but yeah I, maybe put the brakes
3: on that i saw that comment as soon as Did you, you? do the story i was like oh my gosh i know what he's talking about yeah. that's insane like that i'm is. like is that person even telling the truth? Like,
1: whoever says, "Hey, want to play board games?" Oh yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> you actually meant board games?
3: Like, yeah. What? What? Mm. Come on, that's ridiculous. It's
1: on the internet. It's got
3: to be true. <laughs> wow. Has to be true. Has to be. Well then. All right. Well, if I had any responsibility for that, I apologize. <laughs> um, but normal people, <laughs> you shouldn't have any issues playing games
1: with normal people. <laughs> yes.
2: Either way, you would have still been building community. So, Daniel,
1: that's you were true. Still correct. Building relationships, uh, yeah, <laughs> something.
3: <laughs> All right, Andy, did you have something too?
0: <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to. Uh, uh, well, I can't go there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? You want to come over and play some board games?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this would be the perfect time to do one of my board game parodies, but we can't do that one. So,
1: oh no, you cannot. Oh, oh
0: no, man. you can't do that one. <laughs> oh boy, I wish, no. I wish, 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 wish we could. But Thank anyway. you for your restraint. You're welcome. See, there now people will just be left to wonder what in the world could they possibly be talking about they privately or
1: ever. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> no, uh, mine is not as awkward as that, although it okay. is a little bit awkward. And that is uh, I've been playing games lately with uh, one of the things we do is we help out. Uh, we live in a university town in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, and there are tons and tons of students that come from other countries that, live is that here. K-State. That would be the University of Kansas. Oh, okay. So uh, anyway, we have international students that we help out with, and they've been playing games with us. And so their favorite game to play is a game that, well, if you didn't know any better, you might think was kind of offensive, and that would be Secret Hitler. And so (laughs) – Really, We always ask, we start the night by we have everybody from all these different nationalities. Like, first, is there anybody here from Germany? Is there anybody here from Israel? Because we need to, we need to talk about this before we play this game. No, but no, they love the game. It's just it's just kind of weird to sit around with people from different countries and accuse people of being Hitler. Um, that is but they love it. They absolutely love it. Well, you got to. It's a good game.
3: Well, I can't wait till you get a
1: German person in that group. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be really fun. It's going to be fun
0: benign awkward. awkward that's right <laughs> well hey speaking of awkward yeah. let's uh l- let's move on shall we move on
3: I think we should yes. all right
0: well it is time ladies and gentlemen time to do something what is it time to do do you know what's time to do it's time to find the sound effect on my soundboard
1: oh,
0: oh no <laughs> it's I, somewhere here I, I wish what's I would brought
3: my, I wish I would have brought my umbrella today
0: oh there it is <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: One time. time. That's right. It's time to play the game. Around the Board is all about debating different topics within tabletop gaming in four unique segments, each hosted by one of us. A behind-the-scenes judge will award points at the end of the show. Whomever has the most points will sit on their soapbox and talk about whatever they want. They can pontificate. They can bloviate. They can be crowning themselves the king of nothing. Now it's time to play the game, and as mentioned, it is divided into four segments or what we like to call rounds. Round
2: one, fight!
3: (laughs) All right, guys. Well, the first round we're going to talk about a board game. Shocker. All right. Well, today we are going to talk about Lost Runes of Arnak. It's a one to four player game, it takes it says 30 to 120 minutes i suppose if it's a solo wow. game maybe it takes 30 minutes otherwise yeah 120 is probably yeah. appropriate uh ages 12 and up uh lost runes of arnak combines deck building and worker placement in a game of exploration resource management and discovery it's illustrated by oh my gosh i'm so sorry guys i'm reading the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely say Chris's name, so <laughs> so you know whoever illustrated those. It is beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful games I've seen, oh. and I really appreciate your really hard work. But uh, <laughs> the point of the game is to cleverly combine your deck building effects with worker placement cards. Uh, it was a hot game from a couple of years ago. It was my game of the year, but. Uh, let's see what everybody else thinks about it. So, John, tell us, what is your opinions on Lost Runes of Arnak?
1: Well, Daniel, uh, Lost Runes of Arnak is one of those games that I was not real interested in when it came out, because a lot of times just, I'm not Old Man Chris-ish about it, it's just the theme wasn't something, I thought it was just going to be another one of those uh, themeless games that's getting a, a lot of traction for whatever reason. I think it was because the the implementation of the uh, the deck building, along with doing something else, a little more interesting was, you know, maybe that was just like going to be a fad. And then I played it and I really loved it. And if you've never played Lost Ruins of Arnak, it's, yeah, it's worker placement, which is pretty much my favorite mechanic, combined with some deck building, a little bit of deck building. And just enough though, if you ask me, because <laughs> you're getting these buying these different actions and you're trying to cull your deck a little bit at t- from time to time, but you're also getting bad things added to it, depending on what cards that you get. And it's, it's, it was, the kind of thing that I'd love how you always had different options because there's different things that you're trying to do. There's different things that you could be, maybe be trying to collect to move up on the, what is that track called on the right there? Help me with research that, track, that, the research yeah. track. And so, but you don't want to ignore anything really. And that is the way I found it because the first game I was like, well, I, er, they said everybody always accidentally ignores the research track. I'm just booming up their research track. And so that's what I did. And I got, that's I think that's the only time I ever got all the way to the top and was collecting all the license plates up there, or whatever they are. And, uh, that but I didn't win because I didn't do enough actual exploration, so there's you can't ignore one aspect of it. So you but the cool thing is usually on your turn with what you have presented to you, unless you're really doing a terrible job getting cards in your deck, you have some good options to in and, and some good choices to make. So solid game is it as amazing as everyone says it is. Eh, pretty close, pretty close. It's 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 a solid game, that's for sure. I, I would say it's it's definitely one of the better ones that's come out in the last few years, Chris.
2: <laughs> All right, well, uh, it's time for another uh, crowd pleasing uh, segment of uh, story time with Chris, <laughs> baby. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So, Daniel taught this game to me, and uh, he told me, Hey, don't discard just disregard the uh, the research track, and it's 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 kind of a deck builder, but not really. And so, um, so again credit to him, he told me the truth on all the things. It's fine. Uh, He did lie to me and say it's a deck builder, but we'll save that for another segment. Um, So, I decided to try to play Dominion and just build like the best deck and the whole idea of, you know, I'll let them kind of do a little stuff now and then I'll just go crazy, go nuts at the end and and come up out of the rear, right? And also, they are all messing with the research track and I'll do the, you know, if they're zigging, I'm going to zag, right? I'm going to focus on the the exploration kind of thing and, you know, usually that works and four games and most things in life, right? If everyone's doing one thing, do the other, and you can capitalize in different ways. Well, that absolutely is not the way this game works at all. Uh, If you do not focus... Almost solely, I mean, I guess it didn't work for John on the research thing. I don't know how you win. Because I was watching them play, and they're like, okay, I'm going to move up one to do the thing. Okay, well, the thing then gives me the ability to do the next one, and then that one does the next one. The next one, then I just keep flying up the fl- up flying up the stupid research track for nothing. Every one just helps them go to the next one. It was ridiculous. And uh, so it was super frustrating. I'm over there trying to, like, you know, make a great deck and do things, and then I finally got something. But the problem was, the other three of them had already claimed everything that just cascaded into everything all the way up the up the row that by the time I started moving up there there was nothing there to help me cascade and make up the difference so uh, I mean actually as an old man uh person I appreciate the uh lack of catch-up mechanic and you know you you sleep in the bed you made and uh if you're good you're good if you're bad you're bad but um but yeah it was it, it it's fine um I I do probably need to try to play it again and give another uh another shake but it just it was a really bad experience um, but, uh, I, I can see the quality of that game. Unlike wingspan, like I, I can appreciate still Arnak <laughs> Unlike wingspan. Gotta so. bring that up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just, it was an interesting situation and, and we'll obviously double back on this, like I said, uh, in, in another segment, but, uh, it, it was fine. I, I understand the hype. It's just at the moment, not for me, but I do need to give it another chance. Uh, what you got Dan or Andy.
0: Yeah. Call me dandy Andy. That's right. Uh, <laughs> By the way, I'd like to thank Randy for our producer behind the scenes for actually starting the clock for me. He didn't start it for anybody else. (laughs) That's Um, minus a point. Anyway, uh, this is a game, The Lost Rins of Arneck, that is very different from uh, Wingspan uh, because I've actually grown to like this the more I've played it. A Wingspan, it was the other way. Uh, this one I didn't at first. I was like, eh. And, and, and the more I've played it, the more I really like this game. It's it's kind of funny because it just doesn't usually work that way with me. It's usually I, I, I get excited about a game. I go buy it, decide later that it's just okay. Um, But I've rarely had a bad experience with uh, 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 Lost Rins of Arnek. It's got some variability. Uh, Daniel, strangely, never told me to worry about the uh, track on the side. Uh, Maybe that's just because he's a jerk to me. But, uh, no, uh, he did, I think. I think that's the first thing he says to everybody. Um, And yeah, you you have to balance that. But it's not the only thing. It really isn't. I feel like there's a lot of variability there. You can go after uh, more of the monsters to defeat. You can uh, move uh, further up uh, uh, into different places to explore. You can grab the items. I I, I thought all the different item cards were unique. Um, It is not a true deck builder in the sense that you're really not going through your deck very fast. You may go through it a couple of times throughout the game. So I, I hate to even call it a deck builder, but it's got that mechanic to it where you can kind of uh, uh, get cards out of your deck and, and do more with it. Um, I would say that what I enjoyed about it is it's thinky, but not too thinky. And what I mean by that is you can actually uh, – Think about what you're doing, and also pay attention to what your opponents are doing, and try and play defensively. So you can you can kind of get an idea of what they're doing based on what resources they're collecting and where they are on the, the the track on the side, and how far where they're going to try and go up next. And you're trying to race up that track because if you get to a certain spot, you uh, get bonuses before if you get there before the other person. So that's kind of unique, and I like that. I like the ability to uh, play defensively and offensively a little bit. It's got a little bit of that. Uh, a lot of people say it's very similar to Dune Imperium. Yeah, it's got some of the same mechanics. Very different games though, as far as uh, as, as feels, in my opinion. Um, if I want more conflict, I'll play Dune Imperium, which is a great game as well. But Arnak, it's a winner for me.
3: Cool. Awesome. Sounds great. All right, guys. Well, Lost Runes of Arnak uh, was my game of the year. The year it came out, I believe it was 2020, maybe 2021. Uh, And uh, it was uh, one of those games that comes around every couple of years. And that is like where it reinvents or revitalizes a mechanic. So when you Dominion came out, you know, 15 years ago, it, it kind of uh, busted onto the scene. No one's seen it before. They were super excited. And after that, they started to evolve the deck building mechanic. Well, I think Lost Runes of Arnak is that game that actually kind of takes deck building Uh, and merges it to worker placement and takes it to a whole new level. So two kind of like played out mechanics now merge together. And I think that's what's so cool about this game is how those two work so well together. Uh, The theme of this game also shines. We've talked about theme before about how it really helps bring a game together. Well, this is another perfect example of how the exploration into the jungle helps. Like if you're going down the river, you need to play a boat. If you are going deep into the uh into the forest, you need to play a plane. So the thematics of it really helps you build that uh, understanding of the game and how how, um, things are are needed. So uh, one of the things I really enjoy about the game though is it's puzzleness. It is very puzzly and trying to figure out how to best utilize your turns. So, you know that you need to get to the end of the track. You also know that you need to defeat certain monsters. And you can look down at your resources. You can look at the cards in your hand and you can say, how am I going to merge these three things together to feed off of each other? So, Chris said he didn't, uh, one of his issues was that he, as the track progressed, things started getting taken away. Yeah, they did, but there's always stuff there. Even if there's a one time bonus there that's no longer there, there's still a bonus. And trying to get up that track to get to the permanent bonus can help you then go to one of the locations, which then will help you defeat the monster at that location. It's just a wonderful game that you get to sit there, put all the pieces uh, of the puzzle together in your head. And beyond that, it has just changed the way we view deck building and um, worker placement as those two got merged together. Um, It's a beautiful marriage of the two. And I love Lost Runes of Arnak.
0: But just to clarify, it's not a deck builder.
3: Uh, so we're going to get into that a little we'll bit into later, that later because it definitely is a deck builder. No, because, it's not. Yeah, it because... To build
0: a deck, you have to go through the deck. No. Nah,
3: we'll no. get into that later. Just, because, but uh, no, we will, we will. But I do got to say this: just because a mechanic,
1: just yeah. cause, just because you uh, know, jump you're ahead, jump ahead, we're going to do it later. We'll do it later. Let's right. talk about Lost we'll Roads. Do it live, all right, Chris. Exactly. I hate. I, I always seem like I'm busting Chris's chops whenever he doesn't like a game that I like, but it seems like you're blaming the game for your bad strategy going into the game because you can't, what do they say? Don't, I guess they do say don't hate the player, hate the game. So I guess that's what you're doing. <laughs> but, I do hate uh, the game. <laughs> but I mean, wise words indeed. Me. I, I thought, I thought I was doing what people usually ignore and that would win me the game and it didn't, it's just not, but, 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 then to also talk about Daniel, what what he just said, thats that was a sense I got from is how you can, if you plan it right, how you can piggyback off different things and like, boom, then I can do this. Then over on this over here, I can do this. Then I'll be able to get this monster. And then, then when I get that stuff, I can move on this track. It's when you get those things going, it's very satisfying. And so, John,
0: you, you know, you guys make up some good points, but we'll, we'll get into the mechanic thing later. But yeah, I, I I think we're by and large, most of us like the game. Chris, I don't know what's wrong with you. I do need <laughs> to play
1: that uh, Dune Empyrean, though, because.
0: Oh, you'll yeah. like it.
1: Yeah, that's how it looks I've cool. been wanting to play that as well. Yeah. It'll add
0: just, It's. it's got some Arnak to it, but it adds a little bit of spicy conflict too.
1: Nice. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that.
0: Well, uh, with that said, let's uh, go ahead and, you know. Whoa. Round two, fight. All right. Oh. Head to our All next right. segment.
2: So this is actually where we're going to get into this. So. Uh, we're going to debate exactly how much you need of a mechanic for it to be a mechanic of the game, so to speak. So it, exactly. We, we've been alluding to it, and this is exactly it. Ar- Ar- Arnak is the perfect example. Daniel likes to call it a deck builder, and and I don't, but I'll, I'll save my opinions for later. But again, exactly how much of it do you actually need something for it to be, like, stamped on the box of the mechanic of the game? Uh, what you got, Andy?
0: Well, first of all, I have at least one, no, two friends that are mechanics, and I don't like playing games with them because usually they're kind of oily and they got a lot of grease, and I'm I'm worried about the condition of my games. So I try not to.
3: People are yeah, mechanic mechanism. Oh oh, I'm
0: sorry. Right (laughs) right. Um, yeah. So you know, I don't know who's picking the topics for these. These segments. I know we have a meeting, and and the problem for those of you out there who are not aware, we have a a little system in place where uh, something has to pass by majority. Usually I'm in the minority. so I just am, I'm, I'm stuck along for the ride with these things, with these 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 maniacs. Um, I, I, I sitting around and debating if there's enough of a mechanic in a game is like sitting around and debating Calvinism and Arminianism. Nobody cares. It might be fun or unique to a few folks. But for most average folks, they're like, what are you doing with your life? Get out there and live. Go play a good game. I don't care if it's got enough deck building mechanics or not. I, but Lost runes of Arnek is not a deck builder. <laughs> just to that being said and i believe in free will <laughs> is that Thank it for you, you or are you just throw it in the towel right there i think he's done. Uh, long story short i reject the premise of your question <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, well, this is the first in around-the-board history. Yes. One, comp- <laughs> one person just refuses to play it. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll take on my role here. So how much is enough? So uh, Andy is right. We do debate silly things, but hey, what what else are we doing watching board game uh, entertainment if we're not just debating things that just don't matter? But this is this does matter because I am tired of hearing people yell at each other about what is and isn't a deck-building game do you have a deck of cards that start with very little and then you add to it and then sometimes you remove cards do you that's a deck building game it doesn't matter what kind of innovations they make on that mechanic you can still call it a deck building game or a worker placement game Um, so uh, another example would be you know action selection. There's like this distinguish between action selection and worker placement. It's like well it's technically different because actions are like um you know you could take four actions but you don't actually like lock that down. But worker placement, you do lock it down. So those are two different mechanics. Okay, it's still the same thing. It's just an innovation on the mechanic that already existed which is uh worker placement or action selection. So as long as it shows up in any way shape or form that game should be considered a fill-in-the-blank game. Um, so yeah, Lost Runes of Arnak is the uh, prime example, the perfect example. Um, don't, don't ruin a game's description just because it innovated on something. And don't add, like, Ford Game Geek has like 500 keywords for types of games. That's ridiculous too. Let's be concise. And uh, the meaning is going to be there regardless of uh, how much of it is in there. So... That's my, that's my frustration on it. So, <laughs> John, what do you have?
1: Uh, Daniel, I share some of your frustration. And <laughs> one of the things I'll mention, uh, Andy brought it up earlier, having friends that were mechanics. And I'll kind of play into that where uh, it's like, if you had told somebody, yeah, I've got a car really what, what, what kind of engines I have? And it's, it's an internal combustion engine car and they get in they, they go wait it's got electric windows there's an electric motor in this car you told me this was an internal combustion car gosh darn it everything's supposed to run on gasoline and <laughs> yeah. sorry it's still a gas-powered car even though it has electric windows and then uh just what was the other uh what was the other thing what was uh what did chris say about it now i can't remember. sure and monkeys so might fly out of my breath after we do <laughs> but uh oh here's oh here's here's another way to look at it like say you go to a, a a show at a at a park or something then oh hey we have a we have a guest appearance today it's it's you know bob seeger oh now this is a rock and roll show because bob seeger's here <laughs> and i'm leaving it doesn't stay being a, a kid's play it's a rock and roll show now because bob seeger's there it's it's the same difference with this lost ruins of arnak is a deck builder because it features deck build get deck building is a guest appearance in lost ruins of Arnak. it's not going to be the same kind of deck building you do in dominion obviously because that's all you're doing you have to have time for all this other stuff you can't have all this time dedicated just to deck building in this game because you have all these other things you're trying to do get up these tracks or whatnot so is it and but then another part of me is like andy or i'm like who really cares <laughs> You know, <laughs> somebody else doesn't think it's a deck builder i'm not gonna you know completely lose my lunch over it but at the same time, for someone to vehemently say it's not a deck builder is just as ridiculous because it's it has deck building elements, like Aunt, like Daniel said. You're you have a deck that you start with, you're adding to it, you're calling from it, you're using it throughout the game. That must mean I'm doing my job. I got my booze. So John.
0: Did yes. you just say Bob Seeger showed up at your kids' musical? Yeah, how about that? Showed up at the play. <laughs>
1: really? All
3: right, Chris. What do you that's having?
1: weird.
2: It's weird. Uh like
0: so that earlier I said record.
2: I would leave when if it turned into a Bob Seger show. That's actually <laughs> Bob Seger's awesome. I don't know but, where that name came from. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> it was um, random. He uh, was
0: name uh, is banned for an extra five points.
2: <laughs> so a okay, bullet ban.
0: That's for right. Me,
2: for me, I actually don't care. But you know who needs to care? The publishers, because if you say it's a deck builder and it's not, that's false advertising, and I will find someone like Saul Goodman to sue you. <laughs> Because I do care. That was a lie. <laughs> uh, it, it's ridiculous. Like, uh, like, For example, a game that is a deck builder and not just Dominion is Eldorado. That is a deck builder and a race game. Those two things can be put on the back of the box, and those are truths. Saying that Arnak is a deck builder is not. You can say it has some light deck building mechanics. Sure, and that would be fine. Light. And put it in bold and in red with an underline light <laughs> deck building mechanics but it's not it is it is an action purchaser. you purchase some actions to do right then and then maybe maybe you'll do it one more time but that's not deck building deck building is I'm doing it now and I'm gonna do it multiple times the rest of the game. So, so uh, Chris again I I don't really care i am just you know, I'm worried about these publishers. That
0: you know are, are, are you're always so worried about the my friend Saul Goodman. So you you actually sound you- kind of more like Joe Friday. When go after these guys. That's
1: right. Daniel has no idea what you're talking about. No, but I don't know. <laughs> That's oh, the, age gap. the age gap. There's the we age gap. We were talking person. about
0: this off air. There's an age gap because John and I are of the uh, the elder status on this show, and uh, Chris <laughs> like and Daniel are uh, minors. Four
3: four years older now no, John God is exactly. significantly
2: older he's
0: like we grew well, up with 60, dragnet 70. that's right <laughs> you grew up with like uh i don't know cops or something
2: yeah. yes that that that's is an awesome show you know you know actually i need to take the game board game publishers to judge judy that's Ooh. what i need to do hashtag <laughs> non-sponsor please be one judge judy please be a sponsor that would be yes. amazing Yes,
0: new sponsor next week judge judy exactly is go. it she, didn't she run for office or something
1: i don't know no you're thinking of dr oz yes he is currently running for office. jerry springer jerry springer also ran for office i think (laughs) i think he did actually you're right all right does that wrap up that one i think that does we're done throwing the towel all All right right. (laughs) please let us know what you think about down in the comments below or if you think about it at all maybe you don't think about it at all but maybe you will now because now you think it's something that gamers should think about so Any and of if you want things. to start a class a-
2: action a lawsuit against these publishers, put it in the comments, and we there will put go. it together.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a class action lawsuit because Andy keeps using <laughs> these <slander>. sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> All Oops. right, but you know, you know who's not gonna sue us? This sponsor.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> the year's twenty nine fourteen. All that's left is us and those beasts. I say us, but you know what I mean. Some of us. The rest were all taken. Some say it's a religious thing. Me? I don't know. What I do know is this. Nearly like 25% of Earth's population disappeared overnight. And if that's not creepy enough, soon after a plague of sorts descended on us. Raptors. Thousands of them started appearing everywhere. Now they hunt us day and night. Some call it God's judgment. Others call it Raptor Rapture. Join your friends in this post-apocalyptic tabletop adventure for one to five players. Will you survive the night? Will you meet your maker? Will the raptors feast on your flesh? Roll the dice and find out. Raptor Rapture, coming soon to Kickstarter.
3: All right. Well, thank you guys for that sponsorship. Uh, We we really appreciate it. We look forward to playing that game. (laughs) So, uh we also have another announcement for you guys. Currently, we are doing a giveaway for wingspan in our episode 8. Uh if you listen to that, if you put a comment in episode 8 and um subscribe to our channel, you will have a chance to win wingspan. For exact details, you're going to want to go over to episode 8 and take a look at that. Also, you can t- take a look at one of the shorts that we made that also explains it as well. So, um so yeah, we'll look forward to that and uh, good luck. All you got to do is uh, uh, comment and subscribe, right? That's right. On episode eight. (laughs) Yes. All right. And speaking of comments.
0: Speaking of comments. Yeah. Let's uh, go to our correspondent in the field who has this comment. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Today, I have a comment from
3: episode four about Gen Con. And this is from Thane Woods. He says, dear, around the board. Nice episode, guys. You are really starting to find your groove. Well, except for Daniel, who keeps taking over all the segments. Get better, Daniel. Get better, Daniel.
0: That's it. Thank you. Yeah, Daniel, you need to sh- learn how to shut up. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Let's the kid. first time. Problem with he's that for a while.
2: one of my segments, so it's it's yes. <laughs> That's yes, grew out. Yes. up one time,
0: times.
3: and you become the guy
2: that can't get it right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, speaking Power of the guy the that can't get it right, <laughs>
2: we're going to,
0: we're going to see if all of us can not get it right, which we will eventually, all of us will not get it right because we're going to play a, another game and it is time for round three fight. Yeah. This segment is interesting. It's a new one, brand new game. You know, we've, we've played, uh, uh of course, play shelf tray. We've played, uh, uh, random, uh, task. This one is called the, uh, alphabet game. fun for you and me I found that clip and I just had to include it sorry guys it was just ridiculous um, I, like I
2: was watching TV with my children
0: that's my right child. it's it's welcome to the kids show everybody I mean we are we are family friendly we are so in this round the way things are gonna work we're gonna play a little game okay we go around the board trying to name board games we'll start with a letter we will continue alphabetically. You'll have to name a game that starts with that. So we're not going to start at A, but for an example, I might say A, and I have A, so I say Azul, and then uh, Daniel would have B, and he'd say uh, something else. Something else.
1: This is going to go well. Can I, yes. can I say something
0: real quick before we play
1: this game? Yeah, what, what was it? I would just like to, uh, to the judge, your honor, uh, I'd like to renew my objection to the playing of this game because of my inability to be able to think in this way. So I just wanted to get that on the record and let the stenographer type it in. Thank you. This doesn't matter a record. <laughs>
3: so just like last round, this is uh, John throwing in the towel.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're out of time, John. Out of Thank time. you.
3: That's all the time all right. I'll need.
0: All right. All right. So let's randomly select a letter. I promised I would do this. So you have my my word, my, my. you know, I don't know about you guys. I always have something that I can go to to, like, make sure people believe me. For me, it's going Boy Scouts Honor. All Boy right. Scouts Honor. I'm telling what you. what it
3: true. is. That's okay. it. All right, Boy Scout. What letter you got for me? I'm going to go with J. Go. J. Oh, you would do J. Uh, uh, J- Jenga. Jenga. How
1: okay. You say that? I mean, I have K. You have
0: K,
2: Klask.
0: Uh, there, there you go. Uh, m, uh, b- 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 m, Mars, Mars terraforming. Mars, yeah. comma terraforming. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> wow, he's already out. No, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, do you have uh,
0: one? What? You have one? Uh, uh, Times moon. up. Moon.
3: Ta- yeah, no. Times up. Okay. Moon yeah.
0: planet. Okay. No.
3: Probably <laughs> well, <loudly> a game. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh so I have N. I was trying yeah. to solve for time because I can't think of one for N. Uh, uh, we're going to say um uh
2: oh
1: Newton, Newton. Uh that gives me O. Uh oh old uh, London Bridge.
2: Uh Pictionary.
0: Uh quiz quick quick qu- qu- You're out already, qu- buddy. Quick <sighs> Right,
3: you Chris, just gave some to hard. Daniel. So Daniel on Q. Yeah, Quirkle. I said Quax
1: Ah, so I have you. Uh, ungame. You had R actually. You had R. Oh my man. <laughs> oh. You're out. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> yes, I'm out.
2: I told uh, you, my brain doesn't work this way. looks like a Tom. Uh T terraforming Mars. Uh, you uh suck. Uh... <laughs> I just gave you one. Under uh, yeah, underwater cities. Oh, right, whatever it's called.
3: V is for uh, uh, uh Vinos, Vinos. Hmm.
2: Okay, uh, wingspan.
1: There <laughs> X you go. Is
3: for X Men Mansion under siege. I'm gonna do a review on that. <laughs> uh,
2: why? Uh, why do I? Have yeah, this? why indeed? Uh, Yom Kapoor, the game. There you
3: know. go. <laughs>
1: Probably a game.
3: I think that makes me the winner, <laughs> right?
1: Caporopoly. There it is. well
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not sure
0: me- about this game, guys. <laughs> How, many not, guys do I get?
3: How many points do I get?
1: <laughs> Give
0: All right. him one point.
3: Well, well, let's put it this way, guys. I think Tell the viewers should get points. This. Should we do more like this, or should we? Put this to
0: the side. Uh, yesterday's you, Judas. Here's what Did I'd like to request. This? Can I request something? Yes, like Go for it. Please do. I'd like to request from the audience, come up with better games than us, please. Tell us what you'd like to see played. Somebody out there. We're not game designers. We're just game critiques. So it, it's yes. obvious we're not game designers. We
3: don't even do that well. So
0: Yeah, that's right. So come up with something for us.
3: All right. Well, hey, you know what? This will just be a quick episode. That's all. So that's the end of round three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> round four.
1: Fight! I think that goes to me and this is an actual board game topic instead of that last thing we subjected you to. So (laughs) in this top in this uh, segment we're going to talk about new games versus expansions because you know it's it can be kind of a tricky thing because I know a lot of times when I'm at a board game store I'm looking through maybe the new games and it's like well you know I'd like to get that it's like 80 bucks you know it's like I don't know if it'd be very good and it's been expensive, but you know, here's a little expansion for a game I already have. Maybe it'll kind of make it a new game or maybe it'll, you know, it's only 15 bucks, 20 bucks, what have you. It's like, oh, I'll throw that down. I'll try that. And so there's kind of that, that, uh, debate that you have in your own mind, the kind of debate you might have with your friends. Should we buy a game? Should we, uh, buy an expansion for a game we already have, we already know we like, and that the expansion might make it better. So sometimes you have buyers regret both ways. So, we're going to talk about that today. About what's it better to do? Just go, just go on with a whole brand new game, bite the bullet and do it, or keep the uh, dialysis going on that game that you have by getting an expansion for it. So we'll, we'll start with uh, Chris first. Chris, what do you think, buddy? What do oh, you? Man, I, I think I know what you me. do, but what that do one you do?
2: Threw me off. I wasn't ready for that.
3: No <laughs> <laughs> um, one's ready for dialysis.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: you are old
0: man, Chris.
2: True. True. Um, <clears throat> maybe when I go in, I can play some board games with some other people there. (laughs) Anyways. um, Yeah. So, I mean, neither one of this matters, right? Because you're you're not going to get it played anyway. We just play a game one time and then move on. So maybe it is the (laughs) new new game. No, I mean, that's joking aside, but no, it's, it's, this is actually a very valid statement. Uh, When we first were talking about it in production, I was kind of like, eh, this is ridiculous, but I've thought about it more. And, and it's certainly, it's certainly more valid as the years has gone on to buy a new game. Uh, back when I first started playing, we would always get the expansions because not every game was good. Spoilers, even though all old games are good. To uh, be honest <laughs> with you, some of them were not. So, uh, so we would lead in a lot into the expansions, but um, I mean it, it's a mix. Obviously, it's kind of up to you. Uh, I know that sounds—that's a real mail-it-in answer, but that's the only way I can describe it. Is some people want to double down and just go all whole hog on all these different games, make them, you know, turn a board game into a lifestyle game, almost. You know, like, like, uh, like, uh, Arkham isn't exactly a lifestyle game, but it kind of is with the. If you get all those expansions and you're playing them, you kind of have to make it a lifestyle game. So you know if you're looking to kind of turn turn into that lifestyle game then yeah expansions are for you obviously and then if if not if you always want to play the new hotness like daniel and have everyone uh think you're cool uh for some weird flex of oh, i've played all the new games
1: everyone knows. uh that's not a weird flex so at all
2: it, you know and, and and that is a feather in your hat when you go and meet these game designers and you fanboy out for them so <laughs> i guess that does make sense but no it, i i i digress yeah it's it, I, even myself um uh, i've it's changed for myself as time goes on. I was a very, get all the expansions, I have Runebound, it's a very old like, interesting roll and move, but like, there's still some strategy to it, a fantasy game, but it has, definitely shows its age, but I still like it, but I have all the expansions for it, because that's kind of how I played back then, but um, with modern games, I honestly just kind of buy the the base game and play it, and then when I'm done with it, I just move on and play something else, so I, I mean, for me, I guess if I have to pick one, it's going to be buy a new game instead of the expansion. But um, but, but I do love the games where you love it that much that that expansion just takes to the next level and you just can't get enough of it. So that's where I'm at. What, what do you think about this one, Andy?
1: There's, there's Chris always telling you to buy more games. That's right.
0: <laughs> so first of all, I want to thank Chris. I want to give him, I, if, if we could talk to our judge, I'd like to give him an extra point because he got to bash Daniel and now I don't have to waste time doing <laughs> it. Um, so... Bravo, <laughs> sir. Bravo. Uh, by and large, I play, play the base game a lot more than I play expansions. Usually, uh, if it's a good game, the base game has sold me and I don't need the expansion. Now, I, I know some people will, will say that, wow, there's must have expansions for games and it changes it completely. If you haven't sold me with the base game, the chances that I'm going to go out and buy your expansion mm, probably slim to none. Um, I will say there are occasional expansions that improve things slightly, and it, but they were already really good games to begin with. So, for instance, one that I feel like is a necessity, uh, uh, Prelude for Terraforming Mars. It expedites the game a little bit. It was already a fantastic game, but Prelude's a good one to have on hand. And there, there are some good expansions, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's, what's interesting to me, though, is so many times expansions are kind of like sequels to movies, right? I mean, do you really want to go see Jaws 18 was back to the future three really necessary. TBD, TBD, and I, nobody, still not determined, and it's been out for 25, 30 years. Um, I will announce, though, that because of expansions and the joy of expansions in our industry, we are proud to announce that Code Names Around the Board is coming soon, oh, Really, nice. board, as is Munchkin Around the Board. So you can look forward to those coming to a game store near you. I'm super excited about that. Yes. And with that. And
2: around the Board Marvel.
0: <laughs> around the ground. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Just um, two IPs, not even a game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the other thing right. is there are some expansions that actually make the games worse. hundred percent. I That's can't think of the to top of that, my head, but seconds left. I know they exist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right. See, I'm not well, ahead of
0: time. To you.
3: All right. So uh new games or expansion. I have this uh reputation of being the one that buys all the new games i can tell you this at the end of the year whenever they do the top 100 or top 10s of the year i can barely get 10 games that i've played that year i do not always buy the new games but i do buy a lot of games and one of the reasons is because i buy a lot of expansions Mm -hmm. um so now you would think like what what uh, chris said was accurate though expansions do does make something a lifestyle game and the expansions that are really good are ones that are card-based. So Marvel Champions, Marvel Legendary. I spend way too much money on those expansions that constantly come out. But those are the ones that you need. You want that new infusion of cards. Uh, you want the, to put a fresh take on that game that you love already. And that's the whole point of expansions.
0: Now I Sucker, will... you're a yeah, sucker. I am, I am a sucker.
3: <laughs> but now I will say if it's a Euro game, I'm not a big fan of expansions there. I think expansions on a Euro games are just complete waste of, of time and money. You got this game you enjoy, play that game. You're not going to play it enough to make the expansion even worthwhile unless it fixes something. But if it fixes something, I've already tossed it out anyways. So um, the other reason expansions are great and more preferable is because i don't have any more shelf space so i do need to buy expansions if i want to keep infusing freshness into my collection because um it just doesn't fit anywhere and if it doesn't fit that means i have to get rid of something else and that's just tragic so we have to avoid that so uh, new games are great i love them but despite what chris will tell you i'm not all about the new games i'm also about expansions so there you go (laughs) john where do you lie on this debate (gasps) And Monkeys might fly out of my butt. <laughs> oh, whatever. Hey, you finally <laughs> used that in the right context. That was in the right context. Very good.
1: Um, I can't talk about expansions without talking about the first game I bought as a hobby gamist gamer, and that was uh, one of Daniel's favorites, Colt Express. <laughs> I not a fan. <laughs> marched down to the board game store, and I was like, I want to find something really cool and different, which is kind of what my Style has been ever since. And Colt Express looked amazing. And it it played fun. It's a fun game. And I have since bought every available expansion. We've got, what's that? Horses and Stagecoach. We've got Marshals and Prisoners. We've got all the little cardboard standees you can buy. We've got the play mat. And to be honest, most of the time I'm playing the base game. Because you're playing with people who have never played it before. And you're not going to just throw all this at them. So... In that sense, if you have a group that really loves playing that game, and you know you're going to play it a lot, then yeah, buy the expansions. These are, I tell you what, though, these are these are like models to put together too with this game. So it's fun even just buying it and putting together little models that come with it. So in that respect, you get that you get your money's worth out of it just by preparing to play it. And uh, but I've also got the silkscreen people and all that. So if you ever want to play Cult Express, I'm the guy to play it with. <laughs> but so Daniel, keep that in mind. I'll I know both. how much you love to play. <laughs> I'll ask you first
3: <laughs> if I ever ask again. But
1: but to be honest, as a rule, now I've become a little more because I bought expansions that I didn't like. And so now it, it's read what the expansion does, because many times in a game, all I want is more variety of the same. And uh, uh, one that does it great. Here's you know, one of my lighter game oh. is a uh, dream home that you get played a lot with the same people. And so having more of the same is great because you have more options for the, you know, the same people that are going to play it all the time. You have different paths to victory and all that, but you're still essentially doing the same thing. And it's, and it's a fun game. You don't want it to change that much. It doesn't make it any longer. And that's, that's what you have to really look into. On the other hand, tiny towns, another game that I get played, get played a lot. They've had two big expansions come out for that. And neither one of them sound like they're worth their money because it's. It, I don't need that added to this game. Why? Do, that just sounds like it's going to make the game longer and more complex. I don't need that. I want more fun. I don't want. To, if they would just had more buildings, more cards, like Daniel was saying, they get get you more cards in the game. That'd be awesome. So, look at what they're. Otherwise, I'd just rather have a new game. Like I just, like like. Hate to echo so much of what Daniel was saying, but. <laughs> I was gonna change the game anyway buy a new game and then yeah. Yeah. get a whole new um... i think my time must be up. <laughs> he's done he's done but <laughs> i'm f- trying to filibuster to get another point or two i know right? points have been very light this game yeah well,
2: well i want to jump in here and tell about two games one that i that i think the expansion's like all but essential and i understand how it wasn't in the original and then also one game that i don't like the essential their expansion on that yeah. like ruined the game for me so uh we'll go and go we'll start with the the upside so stockpile for example like the ah, dice yes. like those like they should have just been in the base game like yes. i i don't know like i mean it's a fine game without it but like i can't play the game now without the dice the dice <laughs> are just so great for that game the game's already fantastic but i haven't played much of the other expansions i've heard kind of mixed reviews on those but oh we're gonna play are-
3: that because i love that expansion so much that yeah, those one.
2: dice are chef kiss for that game <laughs> and then the other one is uh this is a sha- <laughs> old school game and it's right here um when I first started playing, I started playing like with this game we, and we had never, and I think cities and nights was out by the time I found the game, but we, we started with this and then we're like, this is cool. And then we got uh seafarers and well, that's cool. I detested <laughs> cities and nights because mm. it changed the game. It wasn't more of it. Yeah. Like seafarers is more Catan. That's what seafarers is. Cities and nights was like, Hey, let's throw this other game in with this game. Mm. And and, and, I, and I, and I hated it. So, um, I actually man. I, I mean, granted, it's impossible to find a game of Catan these days, sadly. But um, yeah, like I, I I need to play Cities and Nights again because it's been at least 10, 15 yeah, years. They,
3: they say that's one of the best ones. But I, I think I agree with you. I think we all kind of agree with that concept is if you are changing the game, that's not an expansion that we want to to have. Right. Um, and, and, yeah. and so many of these Euro games change it. Like uh, one of my favorite games is Pipeline. And I know it has an expansion, and I'm terrified to get it. And I don't think I will get it uh, because I'm like, what? What else are you going to do? Right. It's about building pipes. I literally don't need anything else to be added. Do I need yeah. to buy a, a second pipes? Need more pipes? I, yeah. I don't well,
0: know. And see, and see, I'm not. I just to clarify, I'm not trashing expansions. I'm trashing the fact that the expansions are necessary. And what I mean by that is. If it really is going to make the game that much better, include it in the base game. Get it right. Take your time with the game and put out a good product as opposed to just throwing something out and going, ah, we'll add an expansion later. Yeah. And, and there's so many cash grabs in this industry, which, you know, it's capitalism. I'm fine with that. But, you know, like I, I mentioned a couple of them, you know, and, and I don't want to completely trash those publishers of those games. But, you know, it just gets frustrating when it's just like what oh here i'll trash one that we can all trash and agree upon monopoly there's what? how many thousands <laughs> and thousands of versions of monopoly can you have yeah, yeah. it's just well, so stupid
3: yeah, yeah but monopoly gamer is good though yeah there you go oh andy actually i bet you you're gonna get a real test about this when nobody brought it up but that's expansions and kickstarters you went all in on that he-man mm. uh, i did pledge 100 and says you will not play half of the expansions you back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the what, other what problem too. buying expansions via kickstarter before you even play the game okay? i know
0: i i said you're a sucker i'm a sucker we're all suckers we're all suckers
3: all right well and with that and you guys are suckers for watching this because right? <laughs> <laughs> but there you go we have it and uh at uh we'll look at the final scores Looks like uh Andy. Oh John, John, you're actually at the bottom. That doesn't happen yep. very often. Uh, I know. I, I think you forgot which button gives me points. I think and I think he started giving them to me. And then Andy and Chris uh got six and me at seven. So this is the second week in the row that I won. Last so since I last
0: actually won win. last week, I'm <laughs> cool. gonna take Daniel's spot uh, this week. You okay, last out.
1: week. What okay. Do you th- oh okay. Yeah,
0: what do you think of that? What do you That's think of right. that?
1: You were the rightful <laughs> you were the rightful winner. That's right.
0: Week. That's right. right. We're breaking the rules on the fly. All right, yeah.
3: so I will I will uh, give Andy my final say that I earned and worked hard for. Take the floor, Andy.
0: <laughs> well, according to the teleprompter, I am the winner. I ended up yeah, with the most points, to read it. And because of that, all these losers get to listen to, me, listen to me for the next few minutes. What am I going to talk about? Hmm, I don't know, but I'm going to think about something, and it's going to be awesome. So let's go right now. What is your biggest pet peeve In board gaming Your biggest pet peeve in board gaming My biggest pet peeve Is when people are
3: Did we lose Andy (laughs) No
2: No. What just happened
1: Processing Processing
2: (laughs) I think I think what happened was he like defaulted because he forgot to read the dots on the teleprompter. There we go, and so it's just like. Barrr.
0: And that's what I have to say about there
2: that. Go. Oh God. I see.
3: <laughs> should I take the final say? I have. Yes, one. you
0: should. I, I'm not prepared. Oh, gosh, go wow. Are we going to cut that out? Yes. Yes.
1: yes.
3: <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. John is at the bottom with five points. Andy and Chris are at six. And for the second week in the row, me, Daniel, is the rightful winner. Back so to back. Back. I think it's
2: our first back-to-back-to-back back, back to winner. It is. So, That's
3: our right. back-to-back Woo. champs. Yep. Cheater. Uh, I, I'm not the judge. Hate the judge. Mm-hmm. Not the player. All right. <laughs> so my my conversation, guys, is um, intellectual properties in games. We've talked about that on the show before. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I really enjoy Marvel. No it is way. my joy in life. I've been collecting comics since third grade, and it is as much part of me as almost anything else. So anytime you see uh, a game that's being rethemed to Marvel and you think, oh, another Marvel game, zip it. I don't care what you think. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to love it. And stop raining on my parade of Marvel games. I don't want to get on Facebook. I don't want to get on board game geek forums and hear people like, oh, did Splendor really need a Marvel? Y- yeah, it did you know what else needs a marvel preta porta i don't have it it was right here <laughs> preta porta needs a marvel expansion can you imagine how cool that would be to be like publishing comic books and then like presenting it at the end of the year to the uh to, to all the people and and then you know they award you based on the art or graphics whatever uh what about terraforming mars i'll take a marvel re-theme of that doesn't care Put Marvel on that, and I'm going to buy it. And I don't want to hear it from you that you don't like Marvel. We've had enough Marvel. It's not taking anything away from you. I'm sorry that it's not your favorite IP and that your favorite IP apparently sucks and mine is great. Um, But just leave it alone, okay? Let me have my joy. Thank you very much. Very good.
0: Thank you for finally going a little unhinged there, Daniel. That was nice. Um I, I take back everything. We're not all suckers. Just you.
3: A hundred percent. No, you know, in, in actuality, guys, listen to this. OK, so third grade, I was in like 1994. That's when I started discovering comic books like the 90s. Uh, X-Men was the big thing. And I had to look everywhere for anything that was Marvel related. Um, anytime I saw them in the smallest really. thing, I was like, so yes. excited. And now the MCU is out and it's the biggest thing. And there is just IP everywhere. And people are like, oh, I'm tired. This is literally a childhood dream come true. I cannot be happier that we're living in a world where superheroes are everywhere. So, yep.
2: and you, so if you want to talk about rose-colored glasses, this guy thinks that... Uh, it touched me emotionally, uh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> Multiverse of Madness is a good film. He's it still is. like, She-Hulk, this dude, you mm. can't upset. Like it, <laughs> If it's Marvel on there, it's a 10 in his book, no matter how bad it is.
3: I wasn't That's a fan perfect. of Love and Thunder. That's the only one... I did not enjoy.
2: I'm just gonna. I'm gonna wow. wait and another year. You know, like you know what? No, no, it's great. It's great. Yeah,
3: I'll probably still like it. It's fine. Exactly.
2: It'll exactly.
3: exactly. <laughs> all right, speaking guys. of things
0: we enjoy, it's time to wrap up the show with some uh, birthdays of yes. of some yeah. games that we all enjoy, right? Yes, it is. One of them is uh, Fireball
1: Island, which I happen to have a copy of right here. The gigantic Ooh. restoration games of our Fireball Island. I assume that's the one whose birthday it is. Yes, because it's from 2018. He's Four years old as i believe the original was from 1986 but it's uh what would this be oh. it's Sun. it's return uh,
3: of volcar yeah the yes.
1: return of volcar the the was inspired by the original and plays similarly i guess i never played the original actually even though i was around back then but, but this one's a fun game if you haven't played it check
0: it out it's it's pretty cool
1: all right
0: i'm gonna celebrate uh, a classic a a venerable addition to the board game hall of fame Because it is a winner of the Spiel des Jars, the most uh, uh, wonderful award of all time in board games. Um, That would be Carcassonne. Carcassonne was born on this day or this month in the year 2000. It's 22 years old. It could be my uh, little brother or my son, perhaps. Um, And, uh, yeah, uh, I want to give credit where props are due to the, uh, the creator of the game, but I, I don't know how to pronounce his name correctly. So I found this, this is the correct pronunciation of the designer's name. Klaus Jugendrede. Congratulations. Klaus. <laughs> Carcassonne is a winner in my book. I needed that when I was reading the, the, yes.
3: For, for, <laughs> for
1: I, I want to commend Andy. That's the most show prep he's done so far on any episode. That's true. It's true. <laughs> that's, that's, that's,
2: Alright, so uh mine is blood rage it came out in 2015 so it is seven years old this month uh a great uh a game it kind of a lot of people say inspired originally by uh cast in the old world but kind of updated without some potentially questionable themes depending <laughs> on how you feel so um it's actually one that I've been unfortunately never got to the table yet I had an opportunity recently a few months back and we all get together and we had to split up into groups and I ended up playing Hanza uh, the new uh the new version of Hanza or the big box which that game is so great
3: oh chris i'm so happy to hear that you enjoyed my game hansa teutonica
2: that a game is so much better than that jerk that it's on our show every once in a while
3: but <laughs> oh well that that was just rude but i'm fine i'm fine everything's fine so like um, but, about.
2: but i but i wish i i do still want to play blood rage a lot it, it's i've heard great things and it, it looked really cool so all right and happy
3: birthday to the chronicles of crime it came out in 2018 this month it is four years old it's from lucky duck games and uh one of the uh founders of this whole like uh social not social deduction i can't think of it like a crime it's a it's a crime it, you, detective. it's a le- detective. A detective it yep. is electronic you're trying to discover uh you know, the crime. Yeah. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for a All right. Chronicles of crime, four years old. I, I haven't got to play it yet, but it's right there on my shelf and I'm looking forward to finally oh. busting that shrink open this year.
1: So. I didn't know that you owned it, Daniel. I do.
3: I so do. it is in
1: the, around. Remember, the library. he nice. has a shelf yeah. of shame.
3: Yes. Not yes.
1: Opportunity,
0: huge huge shelf of shame.
1: <laughs> I will play that with you. Let me know.
3: All right. Well, guys, I think that's it for episode nine. We appreciate all of you for watching. And so until next time. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Andy Thanks to all time. our
0: wonderful viewers out there for tuning in. Remember, tap these like and subscribe buttons right here to continue receiving premium content just like this. Also, be sure to join our Facebook group, Around the Board, or send us an email, mail at aroundtheboard.net. And until next time, we'll see you around the board.
2: Uh, hey, make sure you guys can go to uh, episode 8. Remember to sign up for that garage game wingspan. We're happy
1: <laughs> to get it out of our pants. Also, you the, the European expansion down. for that. Clearly, Clearly they didn't
0: give it. us a free copy or else we'd, we'd be giving it back. now.
1: I'm here with Joanna, and she is going to be doing one of our play shelf trades from the past. So what list did you pick out there, Joanna?
3: So I have Seven Wonders... Isle of Cats and It's a Wonderful World.
1: Can I just note that this is another one on my list that people are picking. (laughs) All right, Joanna, so what are you going to do there?
3: Um, These are all really good games. I know. But I would trade, and actually I have traded Seven Wonders, just because I usually play two-player and Seven Wonders Duel is the way to go. Um, I would play Isle of Cats because I already know how to play that and it's late at night and my brain is ready for something i already know how to play
1: i don't like the direction this is going
3: <laughs> and then i was shelf it's a wonderful world cuz i do want to learn it at some point
2: it sounds like a good game
1: yes it is and it needs to be played okay. all right but <laughs> thank you for playing with us Joanne.
2: yeah